Welcome back to Zion's Redemption Radio Network. Today we're going to be continuing on with the teachings of the Doctrine of Eternal Lives, Chapter 11, Tried in All Things. Joseph Smith stated, My people must be tried in all things, that they may be be prepared to receive the glory that I have for them, even the glory of Zion, and he that will not bear chastisement is not worthy of my kingdom. Well, that was actually Jesus Christ, and that was in Doctrine and Covenants section 136, verse 31. So, each of these are um, compiled in a way that um, if it was Joseph Smith speaking, or if he wrote it down as a revelation from Jesus Christ, it's it's labeled under his name. It's the same thing with like Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Paul. Um, if they if they're quoting Jesus, it'll say that it's from Mark or Matthew or Luke or whatever, but it might be from Jesus Christ. Anyway, continuing on, another. Uh, scripture is, and they shall overcome all things. Doctrine and Covenants, section 76, verse 60. We consider that God has created man with a mind capable of instruction and a facility which may, or in a faculty, sorry, which may be enlarged in proportion to the heed and diligence given to the light communicated from heaven to the intellect. And that the nearer man approaches perfection, the clearer are his views, and the greater his enjoyment. Till he has overcome the evils of this of his life, and lost every desire for sin, and like the ancients, arrives at that point of faith where he is wrapped in the power and glory of his Maker, and is caught up to dwell with him. But we consider that this is a station to which no man ever arrived in a moment. He must have been instructed in the government and laws of that kingdom by proper degrees until his mind is capable in some measure of comprehension or comprehending the propriety, justice, equality, and consistency of the same. Teachings of the Prophet Joseph Smith, page 51. You will have all kinds of trials to pass through, and it is quite necessary for you to be tried as it was for Abraham and other men of God. And said he, God will fill after you, and he will take hold of you and wrench your very heartstrings. And if you cannot stand it, you will not be fit for an inheritance in the celestial kingdom of God. Joseph Smith is quoted by John Taylor in Journal of Discourses, volume 24, page 197. 
Brigham Young stated, All intelligent beings who are crowned with crowns of glory, immortality, and eternal lives must pass through every ordeal appointed for intelligent beings to pass through to gain their glory and exaltation. Every calamity that can come upon mortal beings will be suffered to come upon the few to prepare them to enjoy the presence of the Lord. If we obtain the glory that Abraham obtained, we must do so by the same means that he did. If we are ever prepared to enjoy the society of Enoch, Noah, Melchizedek, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or of all their faithful children, and of the faithful prophets and apostles, we must pass through the same experiences and gain the knowledge, intelligent, and endowments that will prepare us to enter into the celestial kingdom of our Father and God. How many of the Latter-day Saints will endure all these things and be prepared to enjoy the presence of the Father and the Son? You can answer that question at your leisure. Every trial and experience you have passed through is necessary for your salvation. Brigham Young Discourses of Brigham Young Selected and Arranged by John A. Witso um, Page 345 And also in Journal of Discourses Volume 8 Page 150 Brigham Young also went on to say Do you recollect what I told the brethren Who came across the plains this season When they were perplexed by their oxen and we're calling upon God to give you grace to perform the labor which, which lay before you. He could not sympathize with you or know the nature of your trials if he had not passed through the same himself. He knew just as much about crossing the plains and the trials connected with it as any of us. And quote the Essentials of Brigham Young, page 98. The deposition... The will, the spirit, when it comes from heaven and enters the tabernacle, is as pure as an angel. The spirit from the eternal worlds enters the tabernacle at the time of what is termed quickening and forgets all it formerly knew. It descends below all things and as Jesus did, all beings to be crowned with the crowns of glory and eternal lives must in their infantile weakness begin with regard to their trials the day of their probation they must descend below all things in order to ascend above all things journal of discourses volume 6 page 333 Brigham Young also went on to say, I am a witness that Mormonism is true upon philosophical principles. Every particle of sense I have proves it to be sound, natural reason. The gospel is true. There is a God. There are angels. <clears throat> there are a heaven and a hell, and we are all in eternity. And out of it we can never get. It is boundless, without beginning or end, and we will, and we never, we have never been out of it. 
Time is a certain portion of eternity allotted to the existence of these mortal bodies, which are to be dissolved, to be decomposed, or disorganized, preparatory to entering into the more exalted state of being. It is a portion of eternity allotted to this world, and can only be known by the changes we see in the composition and decomposition of the elements of which it is composed. The Lord has put his children here and given them bodies that that are also subject to decay to see if they will prove themselves worthy of the particles of which their tabernacles are composed and of a glorious resurrection when their mortal bodies will become immortalized. Now if you possess the light of the Holy Spirit, you can see clearly that trials in the flesh are actually necessary. That was Brigham Young, Journal of Discourses, Volume 2, page 8. John Taylor stated, If any man or woman expects to enter into the celestial kingdom of our God without being tested to the very utmost, they have not understood the gospel. If there is a weak spot in our nature or if there is a fiber that can be made to quiver or to shrink, we may rest assured that it will be tested. And that comes from, <clears throat> excuse me, John Taylor in his book, The Kingdom of God or Nothing, page 345. John Taylor went on also to say, We are all aiming at celestial glory. Don't you know we are? We are talking about it. We are talking about being kings and priests unto the Lord. We are talking about being enthroned in the kingdoms of our God. We talk about being queens and priestesses. And we talk when we get on our high-heeled shoes about possessing thrones, principalities, powers, and dominions in the eternal worlds. When at the same time, many of us do not know how to conduct ourselves any better than the donkey does. Notwithstanding our talk and our shortcomings, there is a reality in these things, and God is deemed, if possible, to make something of us. In order to do this, he has to try us and prove us, to manifest principles unto us, to develop the evils that are within ourselves and to show us by placing us in various positions and subjecting us to various trials what we are to show us our weaknesses and follies in order that we may be made to lean and depend upon him alone. He will try men to prove them. He will see if their hearts are pure for he designs to take a course with us that will bring us out of the evil, and he will touch them in that part that will develop it. For he knows what part to touch in order to make us develop that which is in us. Journal of Discourses, Volume 6, page 166. <clears throat> and the next chapter will be called Born Again. It will be chapter 12. I was just thinking about, like, 
how a lot of people think that if they just do their checklist that somehow they're going to enter into the celestial kingdom in their exaltations. But we're all tested and tried in certain ways so that we can learn to grow to obtain these higher resurrections. And we're not going to learn that all in one life. One of the things that I really like about the doctrine of eternal lives is that, yeah, I, I don't like the fact that we come down onto earth many times, onto an earth many times, but in so doing, we gain experiences that we could not gain in one earth life alone. And it's not so much God testing us to see what we're capable of, because he already knows. It's that we have to go through these things so that we can learn and grow, so that we can know that we can go through it. Like, when God showed me that at the end of this earth cycle, when there's a new heaven and a new earth created, and that we are given the opportunity to put off our resurrection so that we won't be damned in that state of resurrection so that we can go on a new uh, a new earth and gain more experience so that we can gain a higher resurrection. That was joyful to my ears. It answers the question about what all of these people who have lived on this planet, who have never had the fullness of the gospel taught to them, what hope do they have? And it's it's more than just baptisms for the dead. Like God wants us to go through the experiences that we need to become like he is. And we're not going to gain that in a short 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years. We will not gain the experiences that we need to go through exaltation to become like he is. But that God in his infinite wisdom has provided a plan or devised a plan so that we can gain more experience. But the experience to become like he has comes from multiple, many, many lives in uh, in a mortal probation. Now, like I've said in the past, I don't, I don't know if we come back on the same earth. I wasn't told that. He told me that there was more to it, but he never showed me what that is, even up till this day. And when he showed me that, that was like 12 years ago, I think. But whether we come back in this life, in this earth round, meaning from from Adam until the last trump, until all the way through the millennium, that's an earth round. Whether we come back many times or not, it's not necessary for me to understand that, but the fact that we do come, we are able to put off our resurrection after the resurrection 
to go back in the spirit, to go into a new probation, in a new mortality onto an earth that was beautiful. When God told me that mystery, I was so happy. Not because I enjoy going through this. I mean, if anybody, if any one of you understand what I've been through in my life, you you would know that I would not want to go through that again. But there's other individuals out there who, you know, have a hard time finding food, as I did at one time. You know, have a hard time finding shelter, are impoverished, as I have been. You know, nobody wants to go through the trials and torments of this life. But, you know, when Jesus Christ and I were speaking in the Temple of the Father back in 2003, he told me all the things that I have been through, he allowed me to go through to make me into the person he needed me to be. And we're talking about abuse, or we're talking about neglect. We're talking about homelessness. We're talking about hard trials. And it's even hard for me, even now, when these things happened to me 30, 40 years ago, to think about the things that happened to me. But God allowed it. For his wise purposes. That I might. Be made into the servant. That he needs me to be. And I. When I think of the trials. That people go through. In this mortality. Whether it be. A thousand years ago. Today or two thousand years ago. Or. 6,000 years ago like the hard things that people have had to endure and I understand that all experience is is good for the growth of God's children it gives me hope see I'm a history buff I love learning about the history of of nations um, of kingdoms, um, of individuals, and in that great study that has uh, enveloped much of my life and understanding, without the knowledge that I now have, it was despair for these people. Like, I would get angry at what some of my ancestors did to other individuals. I'm a direct descendant of King Henry VIII and Charlemagne and and a lot of these European royalty. might call them dictators. (laughs) But it makes me angry to know how they treated other people and the suffering that they caused and... It's just, history is horrible. I mean, to learn about the Mongols, um, to learn about, well, I mean, go anywhere in history and you, you can just look at the suffering of people and I just think, wow, 
Why does God allow all of these wicked, evil people with their free agency to just do these things to other people? And I admit that I looked at it in a way where I did not understand things from God's perspective. But when he revealed to me the truth of eternal lives and he taught me what valuable um, learning experiences each of these individuals went through and that every experience is beneficial to the growth of, of mankind, to men and women. I begin to understand why things are the way they are. Now, I don't fully understand. I I hate the fact that people use their free agency to, uh, to do bad things to other people. And then their selfishness to try to gain the advantage over other people. Um, or to cause, you know, situations where people could be hurt, maimed, or killed because of their their greed and their ignorance, um, their impatience. Like, I hate all of that. And I can kind of see why Lucifer wanted to control people the way he did. But the way he wanted to control people would mean that they would not be able to have the experiences they needed to become like our Heavenly Father is. And even with my own life, looking back at the hard things that I've had to deal with, and what a shock it was that Jesus said that he allowed me to go through those things, to, to make me into the servant of God that he needed me to be, it's hard to understand. But I understand this, that the experiences that we have in this life, whether they are hard or whether they're easy, are made for us to grow and to become like he is. So this is another one of those short podcasts the next time we'll come back on tomorrow, hopefully, I will uh, post chapter 12, and it talks about being born again. So, anyway, thank you for listening to this program. Take care, everyone. God bless, and goodbye. Goodbye.